Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. things baseball the big leagues and the mlb to portland yeah that's not gonna happen shut up and rutschman will hit a fly ball here deep center field and so long adley rutschman with a moonshot to center field now here are your hosts patrick harris and joe fisher this is the hot corner on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan What's up, sports fans? Welcome into the hot corner to quote our host that is not here for it must be a Wednesday, but it's always a Wednesday around here. Jordan Schultz sitting in with you alongside Will Ortner doing all the heavy lifting in for Patrick in for Joe. Great to see you, Will. I did not know you'd be pulling a massively long day, but dude. I, I love working with you every single time we get to host together has been, uh, say a month or so before since the last time that we've done so. So yeah, it's been a you, while. Man. I love, I love being in with you, Jordan. It's a, uh, it's always a good time. It's always fun. Uh, definitely glad when people end up missing, but then they ask us to get to do the show and then we get to get our reps and get to have fun doing it. Absolutely. We're going to get some fun conversation baseball wise in, uh, in the form of reps for sure over the next couple of hours. Lots going on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, lots going on in the world of sports today as well. I mean, it's almost weird. Like there is there is a ton of baseball news, but there was so much going on in the world of sports today with the whole John Morant stuff you just mentioned in your update. It's like, you know, I, I've wanted to take a break from social media before, but I've never posted stuff like that uh, it, it's to, to a indicate that kid. that's what I'm doing. It's a young kid. Thing. Um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That is an extreme example. I will admit that. That is a very extreme example. What's that but, song? Dumb, young, and broke. He's dumb, young, and not broke. Yeah. Well, he's young and dumb still, and people forget that. And I have a bunch of friends. I'm the same age as Ja, pretty much. That <laughs> every yes, time they are. go through a breakup, they get off social media. You see it all the time, and then it's, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm going to leave, blah, 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 Text me at this number if you need me, and then in two months, they are right back where they were before, mm-hmm. texting and doing all that stuff on social media. So 
I, I just, it was an eye roll for me. Yeah, I don't want to focus too much on that, but I just had to get that little ditty off my chest about Jaw. Just like, wow, uh, we continue to see him in the news day after day after day. I'm surprised, but at the same time, I'm not. And uh, trying to think of some stuff just to banter about on my way to work, a great question popped into my head. Not really trying to focus on the fact that our other hosts are gone too much, but Patrick right now doing a tour of Europe with his wife. Nice late honeymoon after That's they got married. Awesome. And, yeah, and I'm I jealous. Yeah, and no judging there. I actually my wife and I still have to take our honeymoon. We got married uh almost three years ago and we have yet to take either a tour of Europe is what we were looking at. Italy would be one of the stops along the way. Heck yeah, bottom of the second. Looks like Cal Raleigh just got on. Single the right field for the That's Mariners. Right. Let's go. You're going to be getting Mariners updates from me all night, by the big way. Big dumpy, dude. He put it where they weren't. The big dumpa, and he can do that because of the shift not being allowed anymore. We're actually going to talk about that coming up here. Ooh. Great article in the New York Times featuring Mariners manager Scott Service and a couple of players talking about how MLB rules are here to stay because, well, the changes have worked, so... Excited to get into that in the second hour, but a great question popped into my head trying to think of our host that is enjoying Europe right now. Would you rather, as a baseball fan, go do that tour of Europe, you know, hit all the spots that you want to go, Italy, Switzerland, beautiful spots in Amsterdam, or, I mean, the debaucherous stuff in Amsterdam. I'm not going to lie. Like, Dude, I, I'd lean on the D-Gen side. I would be there for days enjoying if, that life. If you're going to Amsterdam, everyone days. assumes you're going and there for the days. D-Gen side. I would and just days. assume if you told me you're going to Amsterdam without your wife Oh, or no, this would be other, with my wife. We would, this would be... Well, then that's This would be fun. This would be some fun times. And, and not just in Amsterdam, but, I, I mean, spending five days eating your belly... Till it bursts full of food, essentially, in Italy, drinking great wine, moving on, seeing the the sights in Scotland. But then there's also, as a baseball fan, I was kind of thinking that tour of stadiums that you could go do, 30 different cities, different foods, different ballparks, different venues. I I, kind of wonder. Like, I I mean, I'm sure everybody that has their wife sitting next to them is like, okay, that's an easy answer. I'm definitely going with that European tour, but... I don't know. I'd I'd really be hard-pressed to actually sit down and consider would I want to do a tour of different MLB stadiums or would I want to do a tour of Europe? And it's really hard for me to answer that. I feel like I'd kind of be right around, at this point, 50-50. My wife would tip the scale the other way if it were both of us. But if it were me, it, it might just be me like, 65, 70% leaning towards that baseball tour, brother. As a single guy, I'm doing the baseball tour. And I would you know love, what I mean? I like, would love to see uh, what our what our listeners think about that on the text what line. What are your top five go to though? You know what I mean? Go to stadiums? Yeah, like like you haven't gone yet because you can't say Seattle. We've all been to Seattle. I, but... That is one of my favorite, and many uh, former ball players like Mark Teixeira, Miguel Tejada, several have said Safeco now T-Mobile is the best place in baseball love, to play. Love T-Mobile. It, it's a great ball uh, field, and it's also. It's one of those things when it comes to the ballpark where a lot of the newer ones kind of suck, but T-Mobile is, it's got a blend of old and new where it works. It's not like when you go to a Rangers game and you're looking in the outfield or you're driving up and you're like, oh, sick, I'm going to Tough Shed Ballpark. (laughs) Can't wait. That's that's their name right now, Tough Shed? No, it looks like a Tough Shed. Okay. Have you ever looked at it from like a uh, drive-in view? It it looks horrible. Okay. Looks like you bought it at Home Depot. 
Yeah, that is a stadium I've not been to. I've only been to a handful and, and never been to Arlington or Dallas. So Ooh, I'll tell you what. I I went to Dodger Stadium. Recommend. Yeah. Also recommend getting an Uber. Don't try and drive out of there yourself. You'll be stuck there for hours. Uh, L.A. traffic? Yeah, no thanks. Uh, that sounds right. Or just get a hotel. It, I, I don't really know the venues around Dodger Stadium. It, it's I know. by itself. Ah, see, because Anaheim is close to it's in the Disneyland area yeah. of town, so you can get a hotel. But but it doesn't sound like that's that's the way it goes with Dodgers games. No, I Oopsies. I want to try Fenway. I've been to Fenway, but I've never seen a game, so I don't, I don't think that one counts. Ooh, I'd actually, like to I'll go be to in, I've gone to Fenway, and I'm gonna Ooh. be going to Fenway here in a couple of weeks. And actually, kind of another question in my head about that for you that uh, I, I yeah haven't gone to a Mariners game yet, but I'm gonna be going to a Boston Red Sox game. Here in two, three weeks. Are so. you saying just, you're saying this year? You yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, this season. And honestly, I don't think I went last season either when I think about Did it. Did you really? Even I went to a game last season. I was so busy at different points. No, no, sorry. I caught one. Yeah, I, I, I lied. I caught one game near one. the end, but it, I don't know. I, I should have been there at the playoffs, but that one 18 inning marathon, maybe I'm glad I missed it because hearing Souk describe being there and and honestly watching it on TV, it was like, oh my God, this is. I was just trying to drink and have fun, throwing a Halloween party at home, but but trying to watch that on TV was like, oh no 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 no. See, it seems like a marathon. I had to watch that driving. I had enough time to drive from Richland to Ellensburg while the game was going, watching it on my phone. Go to Ellensburg, watch an entire Central Washington football game before it ended. Damn. Yeah. So that doesn't sound super fun to me. I definitely want to try Wrigley. I think Wrigley would be a fun ballpark to try. And then Atlanta. I heard the atmosphere there is awesome. Dirt and Dusty went, and they seem to really like it. Ooh, that sounds great. And then after that, like, I just have to say New York just because it's New York. Like, I want to see New York. Other than that. I don't know what else hits my top five. Maybe St. Louis? I mean, I'd want to go to a game anywhere, I think, with Dirt and Sprague. Attending a sporting event with them would be fun. (laughs) It would be be interesting. I I would definitely be down. I want to see a Dirt Oregon Duck football game. Ooh, absolutely. I feel like he's a crazy fan. Yeah, Dirt three beers in at a Ducks football game. Yeah, I think you no, know, and I'd I'd be right next to him. We're both swearing at the refs, man. We're both just three beers in. That's all it takes. We're we're already going off on every play that's you know even closely against the Ducks, and then anybody in the crowd that disagrees. Like there, there's attitude there, <laughs> which is why I want to see it. Hey, speaking of uh, Jose Caballero and the Mariners, he just got a new uh, or another hit, excuse me. So new second baseman getting on base again. First at bat, bottom of the second. Looks like one out, two on for the M's with AJ Pollock up to bat. Yikes! They're not gonna. They're not gonna do well. So yeah, I, I will say that uh, I feel like I am committing an unforgivable sin as a fan going to a Red Sox game before I go to a Mariners game. That's kind of ultimately what I was trying to get to there when you brought Fenway Park up. It's like, I feel I like an SE fan. I don't think that's a sin. It's early in the year. You don't really start going to games until the dog days, you know? Although, I, I, might, I guess. I might try and sneak over there on Sunday. Yeah, see, now now I'm making you think, huh? Like, hey, I could get a Well, I'm already up there. I got to go to ticket. a wedding in Gig Harbor. Then I'm going to go hang out with my friends in Tacoma. That's why I'm going to Fenway. I'm going to a wedding. Right? So yeah. it's like you might. That's the thing. Your hands are tied. You're in Boston. You're going to a wedding. What are you supposed to do? I mean, oh, gosh. The, uh, yeah, I'm staying at the Liberty Hotel for a wedding, which you go look online. It's a five-star hotel. And yes. it's close to the Wynn Casino property in Boston. Like, oh, it's going to be 
be such a hard life for me going to the casino exactly. and going to a, a Red Sox game. It's I'm, I'm not trying to say that like it's a bad thing that I'm doing. It's just as a Mariners fan, I feel like I'm not supporting my team well enough. And that, that's kind of I am such a diehard sports guy, and the Mariners are my team above the Blazers, above the Ducks. You know, of course they are all my favorite teams. But you say Jordan, pick one. That's my favorite team, and. I feel like I have abandoned them a little bit by not going, and I'm heading to across the country to Boston. I, I think West Coasters think I'm crazy, but I, I hear what you're saying, and you do make me feel a little um, vindicated saying that my hands are tied. I mean, you it's going to be a fun trip, but yeah, my hands are tied. Your I'm going to be there. Tied. You have to go. It. If you didn't go, you'd be a bad sports fan. Do you want to be a traitor That's to your true. team a little bit? I or do you want to be a bad sports fan? Yeah. Dude, I can talk you into anything. I am I'm a ride or die wingman. I got you. As we t- I, I love this. No, I'm as we you. talk about, I appreciate you. As we talk about the tour of MLB stadiums versus a tour of Europe, I mean, if I'm there, I gotta go. And exactly. It's not like I'm on like a dedicated tour, but if I am ever in a city, and I would hope that any sports fan listening would do the same thing. If they're in, you know. Dallas near what used to be the ballpark in Arlington. I can't even remember what it's called now, but if you you know you go over there, catch a Rangers game or shoot, I think they even might have built a new stadium by now. Like I'm way behind the times, but wherever you are, you go catch that team. It's like my wife and I are going to be in San Diego later this summer. We got to catch a Padres game. We have to. We got to see Petco Park. It's beautiful, and you. I beautiful. would hope all you fans do that as well. But yeah, I don't know versus Fenway. Um, going there. Before Seattle, I don't know. I, I'm excited, fine. but I definitely want to get out to a Mariners game. Oh, and you'll and get I just, out to I, I feel nostalgic watching them sitting here in this studio being like, ah, oh, dang, I wish I was there right now. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Hosting a show during a game. At I have T-Mobile gotten Park. to host a radio show from T-Mobile Park. That's really fun. That's, that's a w- good time. It was a good time. Now we were all the way like in the back in the 300s, but we were there. All right. We were there. Well, you made me feel a little bit better, so I appreciate that, Will. I got you. So let's get into it. Start, uh, I guess we kind of started sporting a little early, but not really. We didn't, you know, talked about where we would want to go as compared to like. Sports adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Like it was like stepping into the sports arena a little bit. So let's get into it. We're going to start in Las Vegas. Uh, a big Oakland A stadium update, or I guess I should say a Las Vegas A stadium update. That's next on a Schulte and Will edition of the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They back eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. On the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, the Oakland A's off to a MLB worst start and actually off to the worst overall start in the league since 1932, projected for the most losses in a season since 1899. 10 and 40 through 50 games. Playing the Seattle Mariners right now, it is scoreless in the top of the third, but there is some good news on the horizon for. I don't know, maybe the organization anyways, because if you live in Oakland, this is just terrible news. But uh, Las Vegas is about to get a lot more interesting with its sports game. Uh, On the Strip is going to be absolutely lit. Uh, I was just talking about Amsterdam in the first segment being kind of a a dangerous place for a degenerate like me. That is also true of Las Vegas for a guy like me if it sounds like what's planned in this story is going to come to fruition for everybody here. You've already got the Las Vegas Raiders there. Brand new shiny stadium. Beautiful place to play. Beautiful place to host events, hang out, concerts, uh, everything. And it's literally an Uber ride away, five minutes down the road from all of the United States' hottest casinos. And it sounds like We've already heard that Oakland had reached a deal for a prospective spot in Las Vegas for a stadium, which was Tropicana, essentially the uh, the the old Tropicana Hotel Casino. That spot going to demolish whatever's left there and turn it into a nice, nice ballpark going forward. And today, maybe a little bit more completion towards that because people have been Wondering how they're going to get that deal paid for. Oakland, not necessarily a team that is willing to put a lot of money into anything. And it sounds like uh, that's been the situation here. Oakland not wanting to put much money even into their own move from Oakland to Las Vegas. Yes. And that's that's what we're going to get into here. Well, so so here's my thing. I, I know we got to like kind of set it up more, but... Yeah. Yes, we... Here's the thing. He, the owner, doesn't want to spend money in Oakland but is willing to stay in Oakland if Oakland foots the bill for an entire new stadium. That he has not taken care of his last stadium. Yeah. He has on purpose made it horrible there. He's on purpose not spending money on players. But then in Vegas, all of a sudden now he's willing to find money in the couch cushions, apparently. Apparently that's where he leaves, I don't know, a couple hundred million dollars. <laughs> and yeah. now he's going to come out and be like, well, I'll foot most of this bill or a good chunk of this bill in Vegas. I just think it's Bush League by an owner here because it's clear he doesn't want to be in Oakland. He saw uh, his counterpart in the city be in Oakland in the Raiders, leave for Vegas, they're making more money. They're set up in a better spot. And now he wants to do the same, and he's doing anything he can to get himself there. Absolutely. So the news today 
says the Athletics have reached a tentative agreement with Nevada State and local officials on a stadium funding plan. So we knew where the stadium was going to be, but now we're looking at a funding plan approved by state and local officials for a $1.5 billion with the B ballpark in Las Vegas. The agreement indicates a funding will will be introduced to the legislature soon, but still requires approval from their Senate and Assembly. Still looking at the southern end of the Vegas Strip for that potential location and the specific amount of public assistance that the A's will request not disclosed. But from what it looks like, uh, I was watching a couple of local news reports on this one, Will, and I think there's about a 60 to 70 million dollar gap in funding uh, where the A's are saying they're going to come up with some cash or the A's are asking uh, the city to come up with some cash and they're trying to meet in the middle there. And from what I was seeing, they're they're getting closer, but there's still about a 60 to 70 million dollar meeting point that they're separate on. And I'm kind of assuming that you talk about Oakland saying that they're going to find cash in the cushions like I'm not sure man they've been such a cheap franchise before I don't see them really handling this anyway other than making Vegas with the whole bill essentially saying we're your new amazing team and and really it does go to what this could be on the strip and we could talk about how amazing it would be but I think that's kind of the leverage they feel like they hold over the state and legislature in Nevada, which in my opinion is ridiculous, but that's what it is. Well, well, I think the the thing here with Oakland is he's actually willing to spend money in Vegas because he did agree that he would foot a good chunk of the bill. Yeah. Whereas when it comes to Oakland and needing a new stadium and they've needed a new stadium forever, he did the Miami Marlins owner defense of, well, I'm cash poor. Look at how much I pay my players. (laughs) There are people in the NFL that make more money than my entire payroll. You have to pay for me. And what I was saying is he found the money in his couch cushions, which is Bush League, because the A's have had this money. You can find different ways to cook your books, to move your books, so it looks like you're not making any money. Why do you think that any time a team actually opens the books or is asked to open their books, they push back against it super hard? Or when you look at it with people who are legitimate accountants who know what they're doing, they look at what sports franchises are doing and they go, this is basically criminal. They are lying. And it's not – the part that sucks is it's not the players that are going to be hurt. It's not the owner. It's going to be the fans of Oakland. Because at this point, you have now seen every single one of your franchises taken from you. I mean, are there any left? They are I, gone. I, All three. They're gone. No, no, no I'm saying, are there any fans left at this point? I hear what you're saying, but when you got... there, There's been stadium issues since the 90s, you know, at Oakland Coliseum. Yes. And, and even a decade, decade and a half ago, I remember the Mariners having to go. It was almost a decade ago. They had to run out of their own locker room, go back to their hotel to shower because of the sewage backup. There have been major issues there forever. And this can has been continued to be kicked down the road. And we're finally, at least with this proposal, we're seeing a possible resolution date. Maybe 2027 is uh, when Athletics President Dave Caval hopes to start uh, opening 
the new venue and get get games going. I think the two seasons before that would most likely be played at a AAA stadium in Vegas. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. See, well, it's it's not that much worse. They, it, they do say it's the top of the line AAA stadium. Oh, okay, and, right. I no, I get it. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's still AAA. It's like the Mariners going to play in Tacoma. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I still think this is an owner forcing himself out. He. He did it with his with the Moneyball. It's the whole reason Billy Bean had to invent Moneyball. It's because he was never going to get money because this guy wants to run his franchise like a business, which is fine, I guess, if you're a businessman, but most of these franchises make money anyways. Look at Washington. The commanders run their their uh, like their books, their president of football operations, their owners, they have never run a worse franchise. They basically ran that thing into the ground, and he is still going to sell that franchise for billions. Yeah, Oakland is a proud franchise. The A's are a big deal. They could He could sell that team and still get a lot of money, but he doesn't want to do that. He's been trying to force his way out, or he's been trying to force Oakland fans to foot the bill. And then the fans are like, well, we don't want to support you. We're going to support a different team because of this owner. Yeah. And now the owner's going to get to win. And I think that's Bush League because, really, the fans are the ones who are hurt, not yep. not this owner. You know, ultimately, though, there is still – so there, there's a little movement here with this announcement on funding, but there is still a lot of questions. Uh, like I said, there's a st- uh, legislative session that still looms for them. There's going to be a lot more news that comes out on this, but I, I will say – you know, it will be cool. I understand you're talking about Oakland fans suffering, but man, I just don't see that. What I see, and this is why it's going to be so awesome, and this is why the Oakland owner has leverage. It's going to be so sweet to go to Vegas. Just imagine the lifestyle of gaming, plus being able to see two different major sports in just a couple mile radius. Three, really? Exactly. Three. And, and you're going to get a basketball team there at some point in the NBA. You're I would say four. in the next decade, that's coming as well. And you've already got hockey, NHL. So, yeah, you've yeah. got your Golden Knights. You've got your baseball team now with the Las Vegas Athletics coming. And you got your Las Vegas Raiders, a sports D-Gen utopia. No, you're not wrong. I'm not uh, I am this. down. If I am Vegas, I am excited. I just feel bad for the Oakland A's fans. Uh, that's where I'm at. If I'm Vegas and I'm a Vegas fan... Love it. I'm going to Vegas. I love it. I can be a D-Gen, go to the ballpark, come back, and go be a D-Gen again. I still think it's sad for Oakland. Well, it is sad for Oakland, but... The fair is in August. I get it. Well, it's not just... I don't know. It's not just the fans of Oakland's fault. You know, I understand they're suffering, but they do still have some part in it. You know, the... yeah. They're they're voting those people in that aren't doing deals. Yeah, you know, it's like the fans have some responsibility here. It's not just the politicians. There are people that continue to, to support those politicians that have kind of hamstrung the A's as far as I, I mean, how long has it been trying to get a stadium site in and around the Oakland or or, or Bay Area? It's just yeah. hasn't happened after attempt after attempt. And I think you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of fans here, you know, getting sick of the Blazers kicking the can down the road with trying to get a great team. That's what they saw Oakland doing with their Coliseum issues, but they were still voting the same idiots in to deal with it yeah. the same way. You're you're not wrong. It's the same thing as like what happened in Seattle with the Supersonics. You voted in that mayor, and I forget his name right now, but he didn't fight for you. He did not fight for you and your team. Well, th- he they got a little deeked though too. 
I mean, didn't they? Uh, as far as the uh, yes and no, I, I mean, feel like that, that was a there was a promise to keep them there, and then all of a sudden, nope. But bye. you, but you knew he was never going to do that. He he was adamant when he bought the team, uh, Clay Bennett. Yeah, he was, Clay Bennett. Yeah. He was adamant what he was going to do. Everyone knew what he was going to do. You just didn't have people in charge who were going to fight and put up for you. And yes, that that is a hundred percent happening in Oakland. And I wish that they fought more. Um, but you know, maybe uh, they'll realize what they missed, and may- maybe they won't. I guess I don't feel bad for them as a Mariners fan. We just made, or sorry, I, I'm not their center fielder. I don't know why I say we. They just made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years last season. They have never appeared in a World Series. The Oakland A's won two in the late 80s. Have been to a few more. Yeah, they have had their run as a city, as a franchise with not just you know a couple of great teams in their history, but a system of turnover that continually gave them great players to root for, great teams to root for. Bob Melvin, I think one of the best managers of all time, gave them a product to watch. So I hear what you're saying. I guess I feel bad for them a little bit in that regard, but I don't feel bad for them just knowing as a Mariners fan how much I've suffered and seeing a franchise like that do so well. Yeah, it was in the late 80s. Yeah, you know, 2000s, it was kind of the same time as the Mariners' last success, but they've been there before the Mariners haven't, so I just, I, I couldn't care less. You know, it's yeah. like I care a little bit for their fandom, but as far as the team being lost, I couldn't care less. Yeah, well, I... Sounds horrible, but move them to Vegas. Let's go. Let Get me a betting, like... What what what's BetMGM got like in Vegas with their with their whole oh, new thing? You know, like a have, whole new betting. You'll room. have BetMGM. You'll have Caesar because it's all on site at the stadium, right there. Yeah, you know what? Here's here's the real story: is the minute I get down to Vegas, I will sing a different tune. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you that. Give me a Miller or two or a Coors Light, and I'm down there. I'll yeah, you'll sing, be like screw Oakland a fan too. Yeah, like, yeah Oakland sucks anyways. Yeah, yeah. No exactly. one likes Who to cares? go there. It's on the wrong side of the bridge anyways. I'll give in. Well, we continue our conversation about baseball teams in new cities because there's some good news coming from the Portland Diamond Project. The silence has been broken. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 739 here on 1080 The Fan. Hot Corner sands Joe and Patrick. Schultz and Will in tonight talking Portland Diamond Project. The Portland Diamond Project making an announcement yesterday, kind of breaking the silence. A lot of people kind of been worried, you know, with through the pandemic, with 
news coming out of other cities like Salt Lake. Of course, we just talked about the A's actually moving to Vegas. That was the team people were hoping would get to Portland. Uh, but I think we all kind of saw the Vegas thing coming. And then even Orlando throwing their name in the conversation for a new team in the past like three weeks or so. We've all kind of been wondering what's happening here in Portland. Are our chances dwindling for a baseball team? Well, no. Uh, Even I was kind of thinking that, but after this news that came out yesterday from the Portland Diamond Project and basically through an article on Oregon Live, Bill Oram, a column that's titled Portland Diamond Project Zeroes In on Lloyd Center for a new project proposal. So for a ballpark proposal to be set at the... Uh, what is a a struggling mall site right now uh, as the Lloyd Center, but an area that has already had some development done around it. Um, There's been a lot of money put into it recently. The Knights, Phil Knight, just put $400 million into that area. You heard Souk saying it yesterday on primetime that there's definitely something in the tea leaves here about what's happening as far as this proposal coming up right now with the Lloyd Center and the Portland Diamond Project kind of coming out of the woodwork a little bit. It's been a while. And, you know, even Mike Barrett admittedly saying, like, it's like, yeah, what are we going to do during the pandemic? It made it really tough to get any negotiations done. I think at one point they were going to have representatives from MLB come to the city to do a tour, but there was a lot of unrest going on. So, you know, they're not going to show up when there's a lot of protests, plus a pandemic happening. It just put a lot of stuff on the back burner. But a new site proposal in an area that makes sense, as opposed to other areas like Zydell Yards, uh, the Central Post Office, up at Terminal 2. There's different parts, Delta Park even, that that have kind of looked attractive, but there's no access to them really. This Lloyd Center revisiting actually makes sense here. So I think this was brought up a little early in the Portland Diamond Project's uh, initial conversations of sites, but then kind of put on the back burner. But it's here, and it's the main option. And I think it looks like a really good option. Like I said, a transition area. Already had some development done around it. There, There is infrastructure with public transportation, with freeways going in, and... Essentially, to move Portland along, Will, I think you really need to do something like a central sports and entertainment area, a a section of downtown that's going to draw tourists, locals, you know, all-star games in the future, everything to this one-part hub of downtown Portland. And it sounds like there's been a lot of money going to that. And with this Lloyd Center proposal... I think it looks pretty attractive uh, going forward, at least to not obviously guaranteeing a team, but it looks like it, it's possible to at least get the location settled, which would be huge. Well, and, and especially when you look at it five years ago, it seemed like Portland was ahead of the eight ball. We were ready to go. We were the next team when the A's moved, which us everyone knew others, it was going to yeah. be us, right? They were going to come to us. It was us. And then the pandemic happens. We lose some of that footing Honestly, I kind of given up. So I think this is huge for Portland baseball fans because, one, it gives us hope, and I think it can put us back to a spot where we are ahead, at least ahead of the other West Coast cities, because we know that Manfred wants to expand, but we also know he wants to expand and have two teams, one on one side of the country, one on the other side of the country. So you know you're in a good spot for it. And when you look at the West Coast, who really comes in there and is competing with you? Are you really saying Salt Lake's competing with you? Vegas is out now that they're going to get 
the A's. Yeah, exactly. And they're not going to put a team. They're not going to take the A's away from Oakland to give Oakland back a team. That's just not going to happen. So you seem to be priming yourself up for a good spot when finally that expansion comes to where you can have a legitimate fight of saying we are the best West Coast city. And with a place already set up, we've had so much going on there already. It used to be a great area, but gosh, man, that mall has just gotten dilapidated. I think Nordstrom left back in 2015. It says Sears and Marshall's went in 2018. Macy's left in 2021. No one goes to malls anymore, man. No, exactly. It's essentially a collection of local businesses kind of trying to stay afloat, you know, with some rent that's, I, I would assume, pretty cheap. And it's a location that you just hope for people to come through now. Yeah. Best and, you can. And and there there is kind of a connotation about not wanting to go around there for some locals around here, which may or may not be fair. I don't I don't totally know enough. Look, I'm not coming over to Portland to go to the mall. I have a Vancouver mall. I also no, there's just a Amazon. homeless problem all I mean, malls in general are already on the decline, but then when you add a mall plus homeless issues and a, an unsafe area, you got Broadway going one way, Widler going the other. And both of those streets are kind of iffy areas around the Lloyd Center as well. Like I'm not, I've I have lived in all parts of Portland. I'm not, I'm not, not trying to like just guess here. I've walked up and down those streets. I, I yeah, I've spent some time yeah. there. It's not, it's not fun to hang around most nights past eleven or midnight anymore. It used to be at a time, but mm-hmm. not no more. And this, yeah. I think, would go a long way in revitalizing that entire area. And could could you imagine essentially it, what 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 we're saying with this entire area, Will, it would go from the Lloyd Center all the way down to where the Moda is right now. And you'd finally have what everyone's been complaining about not having at the Moda Center. You would have businesses and places to go. Hotels. And a reason to be down by the ballpark or down by the basketball facility not to go to a game. You would go for a drink at a bar. It would give that that feel that they have in Atlanta that everyone talks mm-hmm. about. It would give you that feel when you go down to Crypto Arena. That place is popping, and half the people aren't going to watch the game. I've stayed at a hotel across the street from Crypto Arena, and I will tell you what, Will, there was nothing like just going down to the lobby, walking across the crosswalk, and going right into the stadium. And that experience here in Portland with, I'm assuming, you know, the WNBA is getting hot again. We're going to get... We should get one of those Yeah, we should get well. a WNBA team, maybe in an upgraded Coliseum. Talk you know, so, maybe Arizona for NHL. Ooh, yeah, the movement of the Arizona team. I, I saw Dirt. He responded to the question of the Arizona legislator. Somebody in Arizona yeah. uh, government said, uh, where should we put the new stadium? <laughs> and Dirt responded, Portland. I was yeah, like, even let's have do it, it, baby. And then finally, the big thing that I think for us is we'd stop being a third-rate sports town. Yeah. Because people don't really take us serious in the sports world because all we have are the Blazers. And finally, with an addition of a baseball team or another sports team, but in this show we're baseball, so we're focusing on baseball, darn it. A Rose City, you know, baseball team, whatever you want to call them, whatever name you want to give it. I got a great name, but I don't think it'll stick. Yeah, I don't think you can call them the Bee Pigeons, but you know. No, I was thinking the Portland Green Sox. I've I've always loved that one. Ooh. It's classic, but it's new. I like the Ro- I like Rose City. Rose City. Like you go Rose City Mavericks or something like that. Give an homage to the old uh, Kurt Russell team. Oh, but, okay, yeah, Mavericks. All right, right. But anyways, we'd finally not be viewed as a second-rate city, and people would start to see us as a bigger sports town. We're top twenty media market. 
but we have one team. If we get more teams, not only can we support them here, it would also show the rest of the country that we are a good sports town, that sports does work here. And if you can get two to work here, you're going to get the third. Yeah. And then you're going to get the fourth. Just need that infrastructure. And we're getting that investment right now. Exactly. We're already getting that money. Exactly. Because this is going to take a while. You already got set back because of COVID. Yeah. You lost the A's to Vegas, which actually could be kind of a good thing for Portland because you get your own team. You don't have to take someone else's. It's your own thing. So it's good to see that they're moving forward. And they're moving forward in a spot that makes sense. You're not all the way out in Wilsonville or Newburgh or whatever. You are in Portland. Yeah. You are in Portland downtown. People will come, and it'll be easy for them to come because you are in downtown. Now, please just don't mess it up. Right. Get a team. I, I'm with you, Will. I wholeheartedly agree. This is good news from the Portland Diamond Project, I would say. The project that, of course, is trying to grab the next team. Uh, Major League Baseball wants to expand to 32 teams in Portland with this Diamond Project has been out there. Of course, trying to grab the A's didn't happen, but... They do want a team on the West Coast, Major League Baseball does, and essentially, looks like it's going to boil down to, if that's the case, Portland v. Salt Lake, like you said, Will, and... We gotta beat Salt Lake. If the infrastructure, like we're talking about, is going to happen, I think that there's really no competition. Gotta be able to beat Salt Lake. Got to. Ah, damn, Mariners still scoreless. Bottom yeah, get, four, Caballero just got a walk, though. Yeah, New Caballero, second baseman. He's, he's a stud. We're going to talk about him right ac- uh, across the 8 o'clock hour. But we got to get to a ton of former Mariners first. They're going to be involved in this year's All-Star festivities at T-Mobile Park. We'll take a trip down memory lane. Coming up next on the Hot Corner, it's 749 on the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. Damn right I love baseball. Schulte and Will edition of the Hot Corner here on 1080 The Fan. The All-Star Game coming back to Seattle in the Emerald City for the first time in 22 years this July. And according to some announcements today, it is going to have a distinct Seattle flavor. MLB announcing that a former Mariner or two or like 10 are going to be a part of the coaching staffs for the Futures game. And that's, of course, one of many events. You got the Celebrity Softball game, got the Home Run Derby, got the All-Star game itself. Uh, I I don't think they've added, like, a skills competition yet for baseball, unless I'm totally mistaken on that. They've added it for pretty much everything else, and it was... I thought it was more entertaining than uh, than the actual Pro Bowl for the NFL, but... That's... No bunt competition yet? Oh, God, no. A stolen base competition. By the way, Mariners up 3 nothing thanks to a Hags 2-RBI double, and it looks like J.P. Crawf- Crawford just uh, batted two more runs in. No, one more run in, excuse me. Runners on first and third. Mariners up 3 nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Hell yeah, let's go. Love Get... that. It's that get-right series against Oakland, right? That's That's what you're asking for, and I think they swept them the last time they played them, but... Everybody looks at Oakland on their schedule, and they're like, ooh, punching bag. Let's go. Let's take advantage. So speaking of those former Mariners, let's tell you who they are. You got uh, the Futures format is an American League versus National League format. used to be a USA versus World, but they have switched it to an ALVNL. And you've got Harold Reynolds managing the American League side. Reynolds, of course, Played his first 10 seasons with the Mariners, earned all-star appearances in 87, 88. Led the American League with 60 steals in 87 and 11 triples in 88. Also won three gold gloves at second base. So Harold Reynolds going to be managing the American League 
Along with him, on staff, he will be joined by Jay Buner, The Bone. Ooh. Love it. Alvin Davis, one of the original Mariners stars, I think. He was probably one of the first guys that uh, yeah, he actually could root for as a fan, uh, other than maybe Gaylord Perry, who was only there briefly and won his 300th game as a Mariner, but that was essentially like Randy Johnson winning his 300th game as a San Francisco Giant. He, he barely spent any time there. It was a blip on the screen, and he just happened to be in Seattle when he won his 300th game. Uh, so Alvin was one of those first Mariners that people could root for, uh, really became a fan favorite. Also, two more guys, Jamie Moyer, one of my favorite players of all time, Well, Jamie Moyer, he used to just light you up with an 83-mile-an-hour fastball and then bend your knees over with a – it was just this breaking circle changeup that would absolutely demolish left-handed hitters. And I say bend your knees because I remember so many guys looking almost broken trying to swing at it. And any time they faced Jamie Moyer, they knew that they were going to get a crazy break on pitches – and he still, with an 82-mile-an-hour fastball, was able to to use speed changes, go to like a 70-mile-an-hour breaking changeup like we're talking about. And one interesting fact about Jamie, I always remember watching switch hitters. There really aren't as many in baseball anymore around, but switch hitters would face him as a left-handed hitter. So they wouldn't, like, they, they would choose to face him lefty on lefty. Because it was so, easier for them to see. So they could get, try and get a better eye on that breaking Weird. circle changeup. And, and I swear, there's got to be maybe one or two other guys, I just can't think of them ever in Major League Baseball, that, that have forced switch hitters to play them on the same side. But Jamie Moyer, one of those guys, um, I don't have the Mariners' totals wins list in front of me, but he's up there. He's got to be number three, two, or one. And then Dem, uh, Dave Valley round, rounding out uh, Team Reynolds on the American League staff. I think the National League staff is actually a lot cooler, though. You got Raul Abanez leading the National League staff. Love me some Raul. Right, two, maybe three-time Mariner. <laughs> he had a couple of different stints. No, he did. He had three different stints in Seattle. First, as he came up in the 90s, then they re-signed him to a big deal from Kansas City, and then... Little stint at the end of his career where he got to go look at this online. Google Raul Abanez uh, throwing the ball into the ground, and you will see. That's right. Raul in left field at the age of 40 or 41, trying to make a play on a runner coming home on a double off the left field wall, and he just threw it about four feet in front of him into the ground. That 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 was a professional athlete. That's right, a, a fairly good professional athlete. Damn, damn good, and was I, able to stick around for quite a long time in baseball. He so was I, great. I, I just give him crap for that one thing, but he's amazing. Him, Richie Sexton, and Adrian Beltre. That's basically most of my upper elementary school years. Yeah, that's love that. Love that group. A lot of disappointing years from that group, but Ibanez did spend yeah eleven seasons across three stints with Seattle. He ranks eighth on the franchise leaderboard with 156 home runs. Went on to earn an All Star nod in '09 with the Phillies, and is one of 155 big leaguers to hit at least 300 home runs. So so cool on his staff. You just mentioned Adrian Beltre. He is going to be on that staff with him. So former third baseman, I think one of the best third basemen of all time. One of the coolest guys in baseball he's always so funny when he was playing and had such a good relationship with just about everybody on the field I don't think I'm not sure if you talk to one MLB player you could find one that any that disliked him 
Like Adrian Beltre is just tops. He had a fun time when he played. Yeah, not as not as good of a Mariner as we needed him to be. They they uh, we I'm I'm not their center fielder. They signed him to uh, be that power hitting uh, third baseman after his like 40 plus home run year with the Dodgers. You got Mike Cameron joining him mm-hmm. on the NL staff. Love me some Cammy Felix Hernandez. Had to. He had to be a part of it. Uh, duh, King Felix. Throwing back Joel Pinheiro, starter oh, yeah. from the 2000 to 2002 or three days, was yeah. on that starting pitching staff in the record-setting 116-win season. I believe, and I'm not, you, I don't have anything in front of me. It's It was Freddie Garcia, Joel Pinheiro, Jamie Moyer, John Halama, and Paul Abbott, I think, was that starting five. And Joel Pinheiro was the number two or three starter. So really good to have him on that staff. Dan Wilson, Randy Wynn. Love me some Randy Wynn. He was the left fielder to uh, Ichiro's right field back in the day for the Mariners. And then a guy that I really could, mm, I don't think I really want to see him on the staff, but he's there, Jeremy Reed. Former Mariners, uh, he was a farmhand, got traded, I think, in that. White Sox deal for Freddie Garcia was one of the young prospects that was supposed to be good. Hmm. Ended up batting like 380 for a September. Ended up sucking the rest of his Mariners. Which is absolutely horrible. Shocker. Seems like a true <laughs> red-blooded uh, Mariner. And then he turned into a hitting coach. And it's, he got fired last year, but he was the hitting coach for the Angels. It's like, what? Too you you couldn't taught, hit. Too bad he only taught Mike Trout and Shohei. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding, yeah. And so, yeah, he's... Hitting coach on the NFL staff. But there you go. Just a quick trip down memory lane. Love talking about former Mariners. How cool is that? It's just a list of guys from all sorts of different eras. It just brings back so many memories, even seeing their names on a piece of paper. All right, let's dive into some more hot Seattle Mariners talk. Can this team figure it out? It's 801 on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 
Auto Parts. <laughs> 